since the pandemic, um, I think it's 46% of Black-owned businesses closed within the first three months after um, the pandemic uh, reached its peak in late March, early April. 40, over 40%, nearly 50%. Can you imagine that? Welcome to the Wealth Code Secrets Podcast, where I'm going to be bringing you on my personal journey to attaining wealth and fulfillment in the most important areas of my life. I want to teach you everything I know so that you can make the rest of your life the best of your life. Make sure you like and subscribe. Now onto the show. Welcome to the Wealth Code Secrets Podcast. I am your host, Greg Todd. Hey, listen, y'all, one of the coolest things about being an entrepreneur is uh, that I get to help solve problems uh, that I see out in the world. Now, many of you know that I initially um, started my entrepreneur journey by solving problems uh, with the skills that I had with these hands and this brain that went to school to learn things about how to rehabilitate people. And I did that from 2004, five. Uh, to 2017. Uh, During that time, I was a licensed physical therapist that had um, uh, part ownership in a company called Renewal Rehab that I'm actually still a part owner today in. Um, And then uh, from 2009, and of 2009 to what I currently do, I uh, am a consultant and I help solve problems or help solve problems and create solutions um, for people that are in healthcare and helping them to either grow their business, their existing business that they have, or uh, in the last five years, I've helped lots of healthcare professionals start um, a business. I've gone on to help solve problems for other things, whether it's um, helping people get a vacation spot now by the beach, you know, by having places like this, or um, or helping people, um, you know, build a, a team with my virtual staffing agency that I have in the Philippines. Today, I have continued my entrepreneur journey by continuing to solve big problems that we have in this world. This is Black History Month. And as you can see, I'm a black man. (laughs) And, um, you know, one of the cool things about homeschooling your kids is that uh, you get to teach them however you like, whenever you like, and whatever you like. And one of the things that my wife and I have been able to do, especially my wife, is to teach our kids more about the history of um, Black influencers and um, Black folks that have done some amazing things to make this country what it is today um, that we did not learn about when we were in school, um, but also about the current problems that uh, you know people of color are facing in um, our world today. Now, I understand everybody's got problems, um, but um, there is some massive problems that are going on and I realized that as I'm like studying this stuff to be able to teach my kids, I realized like, dang, this is a huge problem. And I think I can actually create some solutions for it. And so today I want to talk about some of those problems um, that a lot of minorities, um, especially um, Black people, are, are feeling and are experiencing in today's world. So, you know, one of the things is that in 2000 and um, for when I was with my last corporate-based job, I actually did get um, the ability to 
ascend up into the company that I was at. I started, you know, as a clinic manager. And when I put in my notice to say, I wanted to go start my own business, they actually gave me the opportunity to be a regional director. Right. Um, But I knew that there was going to be a certain limit. There's just going to be a certain limit to how far I could ever go with that. I I didn't want to do that anyways. I really wanted to treat patients and do it my way, but like I already knew, like I already knew there was going to be um, a limit and I didn't want that. But, you know, I was doing some research on just corporate America and black hirings in corporate America. And y'all, it's it's not good. Um, Here's a stat that I read, and it was um, blacks make up 10 percent of all college graduates. But there are only four black CEOs in the Fortune 500. And it's crazy because in the last 10 years, it's actually gone down with the amount of black CEOs than what we had, you know, in 2011 and 12. You know, I look at uh, the NFL and, you know, we just recently had the Super Bowl. And um, during that time, if you go on YouTube, you can see Roger Goodell's, who's the commissioner of the NFL. It's the same song and dance every single year. Like, yeah, we're working on diversity, working on minority hiring. Y'all, it's not like there's not black folk in the NFL, but like, there's no jobs. There's no jobs. There's no black people that are being hired at the um, at the the management level or at the coaching level. It's just it's ridiculous. You know, black players make up I think it's more than seventy five percent of the NFL. Yet black hires are less than three percent. Three point two percent of executives and senior managers are black. Fifty eight percent of black professionals that have been surveyed have experienced racism and um, racial prejudice at their corporate jobs, you know, which makes me say, gosh, we need more black people in entrepreneurship. Now I can't say that I left my corporate job that I had to go into entrepreneurship because of racism. That was not the case for me. Um, But I knew that there was a limit, you know, there was a limit personally that I saw that I was going to have. Um, but I realize today there's a, just a lot of limits. And look, I'm not trying to play a blame game here. I'm trying to create solutions. Now, here's the problem with um, Black entrepreneurs and them going into the workforce. So I started to do a little research on this. Since the pandemic, um, I think it's 46% of Black-owned businesses closed within the first three months after um, the pandemic uh reach this peak in late March, early April, 40, over 40%, nearly 50%. Can you imagine that? Conversely, um, white businesses, it was at uh, 15 to 17%, depending on where you get your stats. You know, one of the things that I like, I said, well, why is that the case? You know, and I've, I've done some, some research on it. And I realized that a lot of black owned businesses were supported by blacks. And a lot of Black-owned businesses um, are very hands-on in nature, meaning that, um, you know, if you ever heard me talk about the four levels of value, uh, a lot of Black-owned businesses are restaurants or they are, you know, like barbershops or there there are a lot of businesses um, that require physical, like, work or hospitality work. And what's the businesses that got affected the most during the pandemic? Those types of work. 
So I said, let me do a little bit more research on this. And I found some more stuff as well. Uh, I think it's 78% of black owned businesses do not have a, uh, a personal banker. And I want to tell you all this, my business, I have a business that without the PPP, we, we would have been out of business. Um, would you believe that less than 20% of PPP money went to areas that had minority driven businesses? So the PPP money did not go to a lot of black people. And I, I realized why. If you, I mean, I know I'm black, but um, the way that I get treated in a lot of ways is has has a white way to it, if you really think about it. And you're like, wait, 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 what do you mean by that, Greg? Here, let me tell you what I mean. See, I have a banker. I, I remember this. I remember going into the bank one day. I had on a T-shirt kind of like this. It was, I think, an SSPT or, you know, T-shirt. I didn't have skills yet done. But I went to the bank and, you know, I just waited. I'm not saying there's any racism, whatever. But, you know, I sat down with the guy. I wanted to be able to open up um, another um, another account um, that had a credit card for one of my businesses. And when the banker pulled up my account and saw my balances, he said, what do you do? And then I said, well, you know, I have three businesses at this bank and I have two at, you know, other banks. He's like, can you tell me? He's like, you need to have a, he's like, he's like, we need to set you up with somebody. So then um, he said, Nick, and he brought this guy, Nick over. And this guy became my personal banker. He's like, look, let me kind of help you with everything going. I'm like, I think I'm good, bro. But you know, they realized that, look, I'm, I'm, I'm a, I'm a client. I'm a client that brings in a lot of money to their bank. And I remember when everything went down with the PPP, I didn't have to worry. My banker called me, said, Hey, are you good? Like I, like I was good. I'm like, like, I don't even think I'm going to apply for it. But he's like, no, no, are you good? Hey, look, I can walk you through step-by-step. I talked to other uh, black owned businesses and that never happened when they tried to apply and they said, you no, you didn't qualify or you didn't have the right stuff. It was it done. Boom. Business gone. Y'all, let me tell you, there's um, so many things that go on in our world that are just normal things that people wouldn't even pay attention to and don't realize how it's, it's really just setting people up to not be able to win. And what I have decided to do, um, because I'm an entrepreneur that wants to solve problems, is I want to be able to not just solve problems for healthcare professionals, but I want to be able to um, help um, minority businesses. I want to be able to help people um, that feel like they can't make it into corporate world, that feel like they're getting past buy for everything. And just like I've helped healthcare professionals, I want to be able to help people say, you know what? I want to be able to start my own business, but I just need the steps. I need the help. I need the direction, you know? And I've done that for white people. I've done that for black people in healthcare. I want to be able to do it for white and black people outside of healthcare. But here's the deal. I know that there's a massive wealth gap. The median white family in America has a net worth of $150,000. So if you take the middle, the 50 percentile of white folk in America, the family has a net worth of $150,000. If you don't know what net worth is, go look it up. Okay, I'm not gonna, I'll go through that on this episode. But the median net worth of the black family, 50 percentile black family is $10,000. Yo guys, that's a massive wealth gap. And um, whether you want to agree with it or you want to believe it or not, um, we're not playing on a level uh, playing field. Now, am I here to say, <laughs> well, we 
excuse me, black folk. No, what I'm here is to say that I'm a black folk that has been able to overcome those odds and make all of those things work in my favor. Now, if you're white and you're listening to this, you know, I love you. Um, you know, I got mad love for you, but like, I'm also telling you that, um, you know, I personally don't find that acceptable. If you're black and you're listening to this, um, you know, I love you, but I don't find that acceptable. I don't give a damn who's listened to it. I don't find that acceptable. And as an entrepreneur, I want to be able to make changes and I want to be able to make impact. And I want to be able to make impact to make this world better. And I think that this world is better when the wealth gap is not that much um, that it is today. I think the world is a better place um, when um, you can see multiple different um, types of colors working and serving and taking care of each other. Um, you know, I want to be in a world where, um, you know, people that have massive talent uh, are able to showcase their talent and uh, not feel like they're being, uh, you know, they're being pushed away for um, many opportunities because of the color of their skin. I don't want that. And, uh, and I want to be able to help um, business owners, regardless of the color of their skin, be able to make it. And I know that um, there's a way to do it because I have. So with that said, um, that's part of where my, um, my intentions are now, uh, is that, yes, I'm continuing to help healthcare professionals. Um, I have coaching programs. I have, pro I have coaching programs. I have non-coaching programs. I have events that are moving the healthcare profession along. We have over 19 different healthcare professionals in um, my myriad of programs. But I'm also starting this, which is Skills University. And Skills University is um, a much more economical way for people that want to learn how to uh, not just grow a business, not just start a business, not just um, maintain a business, but create a business um, that is a lifestyle business um, and do it in a way to where their products are so good that people will use them and consume them in spite of the color of their skin. And I know I've been able to do that for myself. And if I hadn't, you wouldn't be listening to me right now, correct? And so I want to be able to do that. And I think that that will make an even bigger impact on this world than anything that I've done so far. Um, so uh, I just wanted to tell you all that uh, there's a lot of things that are going on in our world that are amazing. And there's a lot of progression that we have made, but there's still a lot of work to do. Now, if this episode made you uncomfortable, well, um, I love you, but too bad. <laughs> if it made you uncomfortable and you're like, you know what? I want to do something about it. Well, look, I'm asking you to do this. If you know someone um, that falls into one of those categories, please tell them about Skills University. Um, tell them to go to my website, go to gregtodtv.com. Tell them to start listening to this podcast. Uh, you know, um, let's help each other out. Is that cool? I love you guys. And uh, this one was one that was near and dear to my heart. Till next time. Hey, Wealth Creator, I want to thank you so much for listening to today's episode of the Wealth Code Secrets Podcast. Now, can I ask you a couple favors, please? Okay, number one, can you like and subscribe to this podcast so you never miss another episode? We'll notify you every single time a new one comes up. Number two, can you leave us a rating and a review, please, on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever? And, and you know, while you're doing it, let me just tell you the things to say. 
tell them how amazing I am, and more importantly, tell them how amazing you are. There you go. Okay, and then number three, if you haven't seen the video version to this podcast, you can go over to youtube.com forward slash Greg Todd PT, and you can see the video version. We got all types of cool stuff in there, and you're going to love it. All right, thank you so much again, and remember, let's make your days count. Till next time.